0: The NBA season is heating up, and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court
1: analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright guys, welcome in Sports Cards Nonsense Monday edition.
2: Wait, 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 before we, before we just jump in, how are you feeling
1: today? We already jumped in. I was feeling pretty good until I realized we didn't send Nat Turner the link to join the page today. Not as thrilled now. Going to be a pretty going to be a pretty big chunk of the show. Nat
2: Turner is a businessman. Businessmen are known to fly by the seat of their
1: pants. They love to get links in the moment. Just gonna, he's going to jump in. You know what we're gonna do? To be real informative to the audience and keep it entertaining, I'm gonna ask you the questions I was gonna ask Nat, and you just make up answers. So I'm excited about
2: it. Can we go back to the poof for a second? Because I wanted to talk about it. Poof game strong. What happened to it? It just seems it seems like a wild man's poof. Like a. Poof so I have
1: some. I have some news. Okay. And that's why the poof is the way it is. Oh
2: no! This is this is bad. No, news. no. Good news. Good news.
1: That's a that's a good news poof. Wow. I haven't talked to Hannah about releasing this news yet. Although it was confirmed this morning, so now we can tell people. Did
2: you get a house? We got a house. No, you didn't.
1: didn't. We did not get the offer accepted. We were number two, even at full ask. Somebody came in above and beyond. They said, you know what? Probably a waste of time. Sign this offer. It'd be the backup offer. Stuff falls through. It's happened like twice in this guy's career. But he's like, you never know. So I was like, fine. Just sign it. I don't care. We'll keep looking. Got a call yesterday morning. Got a call, and then we got to confirm this morning. I don't to go, like that I'm in. finding this out on the podcast. I want These are real-time events. You find out when the people find out. So, yeah, that's that's some of the reason for the hair. You want to just pull your hair out because you have to deal with lending agents and all this other crap now. They're okay. good people. I just hate the whole process. Are so. you closer
2: or further from me?
1: We are about the same. We're a couple minutes right off of a—it's uh, the trail East house, I told you. Oh, I didn't tell you. I, I don't even know if we showed you that one yet.
2: No, well, you that was when we were in uh, Wisconsin that Hannah had gone to check it out while we were gone. Whoa, big house, dude. There you go. And so the dogs
1: can diarrhea outside instead of inside. That's now. correct. And there's an outside bathroom near the pool so they can just c- crap all over the place. Just jump right in the, right in the, in the uh, shower there, <laughs> go nuts. Just a warning to any future guests that might come to the house, you're not going to want to go in that bathroom because <laughs> of the dogs. That's fine. They're going to be living their best life ever. That's exciting. Um, so I w- Good timing. We close in like three weeks. Okay. Uh, heat of the playoffs. Thank goodness, because we're gonna need a couple. Gonna need a couple of cards to sell.
2: We're gonna need those Giannises to go ahead and spike.
1: Well, his name is Janice. Um, I think we're gonna Don't rent out our house up. now. We've been kind of getting into the rental game. I think we're just gonna rent this house. So if you know anybody, any of our listeners want to come on down to Hendersonville, Tennessee, heck of Beautiful. a city, land what between is the, the pro- lakes. What is it called, Provenance? When you can track something like the the sale of something. This house, not only is it a beautiful home built oh, less than two years this ago. This is not an advertisement
2: but, for your rental but, property, is it?
1: No, but <laughs> lived in by a, I'm trying to think of a level list celebrity. So like a D-list celebrity, a D-list celebrity is a nobody. I'm going to go with an endless celebrity who is not a celebrity at all, but has a bit of an ego issue to make up for his lack of height. More than that 500 fair. people
2: know your name. So I don't know what letter that is, but that's where...
1: More than 300 of those 500 don't like me. That's, you know, so. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. No one says celebrity
2: is about liking. Good news <laughs> or bad news is celebrity.
1: Oh, brother. If you want to submit your questions again for Nat, PSA stuff, we'll do that later. Um, next time he comes on. I, don't, I have no idea if or when he's coming back. Um... Yeah, whatever. Okay, moving on. We'll
2: get it worked out. All right. Moving on. Well, if we want to move on, are we going to go straight into playoff? So we
1: teased the playoff bump. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's.
0: Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink and you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese. But I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven. Valid through one seven twenty-five. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax applicable on large, big gulp only. Participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved.
1: He, you know what's become the most annoying thing to me in this hobby now?
2: Please tell me. Wait, that's a question. I was. Um, that's a question from a listener. Yep. Let me just go ahead and ask you. Oh, is it really? The,
1: Start with that. Let's let's get the grievances out of the way. We screwed the pooch <laughs> scheduling that turn, and we blew that interview today. Yep. Let's go with more annoyances. Go ahead. Eric
2: Eckstein, Eckstein whatever. Just move it. What's something you
1: don't like slash hate about the hobby that the majority seem to like or love? I don't know if the majority like or love it. Oh, okay. New people who came in in the last few months and who came in under, you know what I compare them to? Like, 05 Boston sports fans. You came in, everything was, like, always awesome. Everybody was winning. Sure. You had no, like, bad times <laughs> and you're collecting. You, you don't remember negatives. Yeah, you don't remember the real days. It's like these people who came in the last few months. So now when something doesn't immediately spike, they panic sell, and they just bash it. Like, oh, this is stupid. We're never going to see this go up again. Yep. Or the guys who've just been in this forever and still think that, like, past trends have anything to do with it. One of the most popular trends of all time has been the Hall of Fame bump. Let, we'll talk playoffs in a minute. But Hall of Fame, I was told, as of right now completely wrong. I thought we were going to see a nice bump in pricing. Yeah. for all three, KG Duncan and Kobe.
2: Let's pull up that report.
1: Oh, yeah. Max Indy sent some stuff in. I mean, it's he, awesome
2: that he put together a report. Unfortunately, the report the does report not could give have just said
1: <laughs> nothing has changed. About you know the what the big news? Big news in Indy's world starting. I don't know. I guess after this show, Indy maybe. the intern. Indy, the intern is going to be a paid intern now. Hello. He's going to go out there. He's going to be do- hunting down some some ad leads for our the socials and different things. He's going to get cut in the equity there and a nice little base salary. And by nice, I mean not that much because we're not making that much. Money is money, okay? It's been no, a good way. kid. He's been a big help. He's going to be running our socials going forward because he has some time and he's better with that than I am. Yep. And you just refuse to put effort into it. Sure. It's fine. Yep. Um, oh, that's fair. So, yeah, I would just say this. I was wrong. Fine. I mean, People complained all over the. Oh, it was so funny! Just tagging me. Where's the bump? Where's the bump? There wasn't one. I have like a. I have like seventy five thousand dollars tied up in those three guys. I know there wasn't a bump. <laughs> Trust me. If there was a bump, I'd have bought this house already, and I wouldn't be worried about Here's it. Here's the thing, Mike. When Ugh. we when we have
2: things that are wrong, we don't we don't just go ahead and vocalize them as you are right now. We just say we say. Oh, yeah, looks like I was incorrect, and
1: we move we on. We blew it. Dang it, Is Mike. that loud enough? Did Dang you hear it, that? Dang Mike. No, it's fine. Is- and, and honestly, I have no problem saying that. Every other year, we've seen not only a, a price increase when things were announced, so like when the guys were getting it in September, we would have seen a nice increase then just because they made it. Mm-hmm. They were voted in. We also would have seen a little bit of an increase come the actual Hall of Fame induction, which was just happened this past weekend for Kobe, Garnett, and Duncan. It didn't happen. I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm still not selling any of those three guys now. Okay. Eventually, there will be, between the playoffs, the documentaries, all the other NBA activities that bring attention, and the fact that the market is in the biggest valley it's been in, in a year and a half, mm-hmm. I'm still not selling those guys right now. I find no reason to do that.
2: Well, now. let's talk about it. Why do you think it
1: is that there was no bump when there historically has been one? Okay, so historically there's been a bump because, first of all, this happens off season. This year, everything's messed up. You're happening in the middle of May, which is a weird time basketball. So you're already seeing prices increased. And you, and you already saw an increase in value for you guys who have been in the hobby for decades. Let me just explain this to you. You, I, nobody has ever seen the increase in the hobby we saw in basketball over the past six months. That's fair. Don't tell me about the junk wax era or about the 90s or the surge in eBay in the 2000s nothing has ever been close to what we saw happen over basketball the past six months. It started even more longer than that, starting with the bubble last year and then culminating in January, February this year. You have never seen that before because nobody has. That's fair. I thought we would just see, I thought this would be what started to turn the dial. So the Hall of Fame not having much of a price increase. Now he did a little bit, we're going to update on Monday about Bosch and Weber and Pierce, because I do want to see if their their announcements move the needle at all. I forgot to ask him, and I didn't look myself, okay. so I'm not sure. I would have, I would think, kind of like I said the other day, I think Weber will be the one guy who benefits from that the most. I think we most people thought the other two were getting in, Bosch and Pierce. Weber was kind of the wild card. Him getting in, I think, might help his pricing. And I still think the next month of activity, two months of activity, with everything going on basketball related, I I think that is what's going to pull this dip. I don't think we're going to see February pricing, but I think we're going to see some actual traction in the right direction. Playoffs are going to be huge. I think. I mean, I I
2: do think that it will be a bump, but based on what I'm seeing is I think that there's a little bit of a lull right now, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I don't want to say we're going to see huge increases at this point. And granted, no one cares what I think because I haven't been in the hobby as long. Everyone cares what you think. You know more
1: than most of the idiots who want on the show, about the show.
2: I, I'm just speaking from the the That's little time fair. I've been in. Here. They're good. Don't, people. Why are you calling her fans idiots?
1: No. Okay. No, the bad
2: fans. The no. Fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, those are bad. I hate them. Um. Honestly, I do think that we're seeing we're in a little bit of a lull. I I think it's okay to say that as well because people keep tweeting and commenting on Facebook. What's the deal? Is the market down? Yeah, the market is down. No question. There's there's nothing wrong. With a down market, so long as it doesn't completely tank and die. That's all we're looking for is this not to die.
1: You just want it to keep going. Like I believe we would apply that same circumstance. We weren't supposed to talk about this. uh With the crypto market. you I didn't want to talk about that. Jesse specifically Everybody. said, do not talk about crypto on the show. It will depress me. Brutal morning yesterday. Today, though, 24 hours later. It's still not good today. It was really good up until an hour ago. Much better than it was 24 hours ago that's you fair. can be happy i i'm happier than i was 24 hours ago ebbs and flows you would have been the crypto guy selling off all your kobe rookies for pennies on the dollar like an idiot
2: you gotta I'm, be patient
1: man i didn't though i oh man i wanted to when i saw that I'm thing sure drop over nothing 50%. makes you happy <laughs> nothing makes you happier than selling everything at a big loss quick yep just being done with it if
2: i if i can't write it off on my taxes what am i yep. doing here? here here's a fun fact because i know from experience You can only take 3K investment losses each year, but you can roll those losses over to following years. And I've been doing I'm I'm good to go, baby. I got three K to go for many years. It feels good. You know what
1: I'm thinking? Third podcast. We're gonna add an extra show every week. Yep. Nothing but Jesse's investment advice. Oh my great.
2: Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? It's gonna be straight crypto cards and bloodbaths. Just any anytime you want to take a bloodbath. Come to Is me.
1: bloodbath an available podcast That's a, name? Is what we'll call it. Bloodbath with Jay with the Ringer Simmons. <laughs> Brought to you by the Ringer Simmons and, Simmons? and Bill Simmons Ponzi scheme, as he there called we- <laughs> it. Perfect. I think we're good. I think we saved the rest of the content for the bloodbath. There we Episode go. One coming up. All right, we're done. Who do we talk to? Playoffs. About
2: that? Let's go back. To, let's go to playoffs now.
1: So a positive note. Yes, obviously, all we've seen to the play-in games. I was wrong about every game except for the Grizz.
2: Who was right about all their games? I think you were four for four. Were you not? I okay. To be fair, oh, did I we not didn't, pick? I didn't pick a a winner of the 9-10. All I said was that the I didn't have to pick because I we said we picked the seven eight, yeah, eight seed. Exactly, I picked. So seven, who eight. do you
1: you had you had Boston seven? Did you have the Wizards eight? Yes. Okay, which I think is going to happen. I think the Wizards are going to beat Indy tonight. And I think that Wizards team is going to be a weird matchup, but I think they're going to win at least two games against Philly. I don't so, want to say hard,
2: just because Max right. is such an uh, an Indy fan, but I think that is no, correct. He I, knows. He, he knows, knows what the truth is.
1: And You know what is annoying about Indy, though? That's the type of team, the team, not the intern, that's the type of team that would beat Washington tonight just so they can go in Philly and get swept. There's not a single relevant hobby person on Indiana. <laughs> that's why I want to see Washington do it. I think Washington would actually have a couple good games. And I think you would see Beal and Westbrook get a nice bump in price momentarily. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about this. Playoff bumps and spikes, call it whatever you want, are very momentary. You got to be quick. Mm. For example, last night, Tatum goes off. For, uh, not last night. Sorry, I'm sorry. Two nights ago, play in game. Tatum went off, for, went off for 50 and looked unbelievable. His prices were up almost immediately. Buy It Now is getting hit. Auctions at end of that night, 20 to 25% up on a lot of his rookie stuff. If you have Tatum stuff, now this is two days later, I would sell that in a heartbeat. I don't think they have any chance against the Nets. Without Jalen Brown, I don't think they're winning more than one game if they win one. Uh, See, so you sell it. The guys want to play this game where it's like, oh, but it's such a short window. I don't want to get in trouble. Sell it quick then. If the window is short, make your sales fast. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, and, and there's plenty of guys out there who are going to speculate like, yeah, but if, if Tatum and the Celtics somehow make this a series, which is true. If somehow they pulled off, which would be a crazy unlikely upset, those prices would go through the roof. I'm banking on the safer side. I know what the increase was after one game. I'm good. I'm taking my win right. So now. if you're invested in I should have done that. I should have done that with your Ethereum. Celtics. Keep your Celtics. If you if you're at a Doge point, man, you like the risk, yep. Get at in. At there. one point yesterday morning, it was about five fifteen in the morning. Oh <laughs> it was a negative twenty seven thousand. I said, you know, that's on you. That's not bad. It's time it's time to go. And then three hours later, I got the call about a house. I said, you know, this could have been this information. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad timing, but it sure. wasn't, the best. wasn't good timing. Um so guys like that, when you see a spike with Tatum, I'm gone. Especially Tatum going to the, the Celtics going seven against the Nets. I hate it. Washington against Philly. I'm notoriously a Philly hater. I don't believe in them. I know Philly's got Philly guys get upset. Sixers guys. That's fine. I keep calling them the Phillies. That's a baseball team. Um, the Sixers, I just don't, I, I still, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to beat Washington, which is who I think will make it. And I think after that, they get beat by whoever the four seed ends up being, um, I Knicks, baby. There the, we go. You think you're calling Knicks, Knicks over the Sixers? No, I, I actually think, I actually think Philly's going to the Eastern conference finals. And I think Brooklyn's going to stomp them.
2: Oh, that's a good call right now. You're calling it right, lines you're up. You're calling it, way
1: ahead to me. It lines up easy, but okay. we'll see.
2: I want to see, I want to see the Pacers beat the Sixers. Is that who you have the Pacers no, in? No, no, I've got Wizards, but still, I just want the I, for for Indy's sake.
1: Yeah, forget it. Indy's getting paid now to like post some stuff. I don't. Oh yeah, not, I don't have to be nice to him anymore. Yeah, he's fine. You're That's now enough. our employee, Indy. Get to work. Yeah, profit sharing. He's killing it. <laughs> he's living his best life ever. He's got a month off after college. Oh, so the point dream. being, when you see these quick spikes in basketball, which is why I I feel like this is a thing. If you have waited until now to ever sell anything, it's a problem, right? you got to be involved in the community. You have to be involved in different platforms, arenas. Be everywhere where you can sell. Okay, that was my question. Yeah.
2: How do you do it that fast? Like, How do you sell that fast, in your opinion? Because, I mean, obviously, I guess you could go on a buy it now on eBay. But if someone who hates the fees, is there a better
1: option? Because, obviously, you couldn't consign that quickly. Here is the actual issue with eBay right now. And it's not as big of an issue as people make it out to be. We only ever hear about the bad, and there's plenty of bad. But guys always have this fear on eBay. I'm going to sell something and because the return policy is so buyer-friendly, which it is. It's ridiculously skewed to the buyer. That if these guys get knocked out next round and prices drop, I'm going to get the card returned. You know, you can set parameters on your eBay account. I don't sell a ton on eBay, but I used to sell quite a bit. Now I just can sign it. You know, you can set things where if people have returned items, you can make them ineligible to bid or to buy from you. If they have negative strikes against them, non-paying strikes, just take a minute. If you can't find it, because like I said, right now I'm not super familiar with how to do that, but it was easy enough back in the day where I could do it and I'm stupid with anything computer related. You guys are going to be just fine.
2: You guys are going to be just fine. You'll find it.
1: Yeah, a quick Google search. You can figure out how to do it. So just set some strict parameters on who can buy from you. I just don't think the return thing is as realistic as people think. Okay. I, I feel like there's this notion of the hobby now. Any Jason Tatum card I sell right now, I'm going to get 20% more, and it's getting returned in a month. I I, I don't think so. I, I really don't. I've actually never had a card returned to me. So, Except one time, a slab showed up busted. Totally legit. I had to refund the guy. No problem. But other than that, I, I just don't think it's as realistic as people think. So you're saying so,
2: eBay's the way to go for most guys. eBay is a
1: way to go. Oh, okay. If you're already established on eBay and a seller, put it on eBay. I would have it on there right now for Tatum stuff, right? But regardless, if if Westbrook goes nuts tonight for 50 points, triple, double, get his stuff on eBay. This is also, though, why since day one of the show, I've preached, be available on every platform you can possibly be on. If you're on Facebook, I'd be asking every group of men, hey, what are the best buy-sell groups? Where should I be? You know, work some small deals all along the way, too, so when the time comes for you to sell a $500 Westbrook, Beal, Tatum card, whatever, you have vouchers, you have a bit of a track record. Be on blowout card forums. Same thing. Be working deals there. Twitter, Instagram, follow card accounts, just be active on all of these different spaces. I sell almost everything that I sell personally on Facebook. Now, granted, I have a reputation there. It makes it much easier. No question. But you had to build, I had to build that up somehow. You build that up by making deals. And the nice thing about Facebook, which people don't like to do this for some reason, is like this mental block. If a card sells for 100 bucks on eBay, just put it on Facebook. If a guy's hot, put it on Facebook for $90. You're going to make the same amount of money.
2: That's a good You can move things.
1: Yeah. Sell. There is no more putrid group of people than bitter baseball card sellers. <laughs> like you ask these guys who can't sell anything, like, so "Okay, I'm set up everywhere, I can never sell anything. I'm trying to move it at 50% of comps. No one likes me." <laughs> just a oh, bunch of what See this Nat Turner thing has not been a bad. I was so excited today. Now I'm just terrible. Ronick cut the show. We're done. Ronick don't it, cut the wait. show. We still got time. That's my thing. Just be active. Be proactive. Get involved in stuff. Know your comps. Look at the market trends and be ready to pull the trigger and sell.
2: Okay. The, the, I mean, that's good to know because I mean, that's that's the big thing. So many guys are like, how do I sell this quick? Sure.
1: So a couple other guys too, I think, again, now now comes kind of the speculation thing, which in general, I don't really like to do. Oh
2: Yeah, let's speculate.
0: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. (laughs) Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com.
1: I think the Grizzlies are going to beat the the, uh, Warriors tomorrow night. You think? I think the... Here's the deal. I thought the Warriors could have, and quite frankly, should have beat the Lakers last night. You think Jaws going off? It was amazing how disinterested LeBron and AD were, and then when they need to turn it on, they do. I mean, LeBron quietly had an unbelievable triple-double and hit a monster three-pointer to win the game. I, I just... I think that was the game where Curry, not that he had his biggest game of all time, but Curry, the team played well around him. Mm-hmm. Curry didn't go off by any... I mean, he, he's he's capable of going off for 50 against against Memphis. I just think that was kind of the letdown game for them. Like, you had him. They, they out-hustled them most of the game. Draymond looked really, really good playing kind of that point position and playing defense. I just have this weird feeling now that... the. And I would love to see it. I really hope the Grizzlies beat the Warriors You think they're
2: defeated mentally at this point?
1: No, I just think there's going to be a little bit of a letdown. And I think the Grizzlies, man, I like... I wish we had Verno on the show today. I love the Grizzlies. I I think that team is so exciting to watch. Like, Ja, when he needs to, just goes nuts. Dylan Brooks is an awesome two-way guard. I think he shoots too much, but he's still a very good two-way guard. By the way, Dylan Brooks, very little hobby market. You can get Dylan Brooks stuff cheap. And if you think like I do that they're going to win tomorrow night and get into a series... Which, by the way, if they do, they're playing the Jazz. I don't think the Jazz are sweeping the. I don't think it's you gonna think a they're going to beat sh- the Jazz. No, but okay. I don't think the Jazz are sweeping them, and I certainly don't think the Jazz would sweep the Warriors in a series. I think wh- whoever wins that game tomorrow night is going to win one or two games against the Jazz. So you will have, a, I think, you'll have a little bit of time to actually make some moves. But I think the Grizzlies are going to win. We're going to talk about Jonas in uh, straight cash homie. But I think even a guy like Dylan Brooks is capable of going off. I'm not going to speculate about John anymore because I'm. Me talking about jazz like you, tri- it's like you telling people how to lose money in the stock market. It's just ridiculous. It's really and good. I'm really good at it. So, but I, I think it's a fun team to watch. I hope they win. I really do.
2: Very good. Um, so that
1: that happens tonight. Tonight is is Washington. Indy. I'm taking Washington. Oh, you're boy. taking Washington. Yep. Ronick what? took Washington. Maybe. No, Ronick did not take. I don't know. Ronick, who do you have in winning this game? It's all been changed.
0: No, I, t- I said the Wizards are going to beat the Celtics. So I'm dead wrong.
2: That's right. He did call that. ironic. this is on you. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: I, ho- I yeah, I think the Wizards getting it would be a cool thing. All right, but I have a bad feeling. Indy's gonna win that game just to really. You know, what are there any other games a- between now and Monday's episode? Yeah, the playoffs start this weekend.
2: This weekend, oh okay.
1: Should we be? Yeah, so you got. Should we be ma- making calls for all of these? So we're gonna make a couple. We're gonna make a couple predictions quick. Then we're moving on. Okay. What do you have for the? Do you have the schedule up, or do you need me to get it here? Uh the actual schedule. I've got. Actually, I get it. All right. That's cute, sweet cheeks. We don't need the standings. All right. So, so Thursday, obviously tonight, Eastern Conference. You got Indy at Washington. Tomorrow you got Memphis at Golden State. Yep. Uh, starting Saturday, Miami, Milwaukee, which is the 3-6, Dallas, LA Clippers, Boston at Brooklyn, Portland at Denver. I'll give you my series picks right now. Oh boy. Just for fun. Oh boy. Milwaukee, I think actually beats Miami handily. Nice little bump for Janice. So in that series. I still like Tyler Hero. Okay. We'll talk about this more next week, but I think Hero's gonna have a couple games where he shows out. I think there'll be a small window over there to sell. Not as high on Jimmy Butler, but I like Hero and I like Bam Adebayo to move the needle in the hobby in the hobby world. Milwaukee, it's all about Giannis to me. If they win, you're gonna start seeing this anticipation. Is this the year? So are you writing this down? Somebody needs to write no, this down. No, somebody gonna, write this
2: down. Okay. Hang
1: on. You know what I've got here?
2: Do you actually I have a no pen, pen and paper?
1: Just how I roll, how buddy. Old are Not you? like you techie nerds. All right, so I'm taking the Bucks.
2: All right, you? I am, I'm also taking the Bucks. I don't care. Ronick? I don't care what Simmons thinks about the Heat.
1: Get Ronick back on here. Ronick, I love the Bucks. He loves the Bucks. He's a Buck man. Right. Dallas at the Clippers. Oh, taking the Clippers. Clippers. Oh.
0: Daniel, it. I, I don't want to I don't want to be the exact Ronick? same. Yeah, I think it's the Clippers. Uh but everyone okay. everyone kind of thinks that Luka owns the the Clippers, but the Clippers are just kind of a better team.
2: You know what? You know what? I
0: don't do it. We're, Don't do it. Just to be no, different.
2: no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Honestly, I I'm only high on Clippers because I know you were earlier in the season. You were big on
1: the Clips. I'm going Dallas. Oh my goodness. You got Luca. Come on, baby. So like in that series, we'll talk about we'll talk about all these series after they actually start this weekend. I think Luca is going to have a game or two like he did last year. When Luka stuff spikes, I'd be ready to move that immediately, immediately. And if for some reason it looks like they're going to win a couple games or win the series. I still would sell it during that series because I don't believe in Dallas long-term. For the Clippers, I don't think you see much movement because there were such high expectations last year. Even if Kawhi comes out and plays great, if I'm holding Kawhi right, right now, which sadly I am not, if I were, I'm waiting till at least the second round to start moving him. I don't think there's going to be enough excitement no matter what he does first round. You're expected to beat the Mavericks. I don't think we see anything happen there. Boston and Brooklyn, I don't even think this is a series. I hate to say it. I'm going nuts. What?
2: Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's It I will mean, be, yeah.
1: Ronic Nets, say nothing if you're taking the Nets. Say everything if you're taking the Celtics. He's a Nets man. We're on. Uh, Nets, same thing with the Nets, though. I mean, I think people like myself are waiting for Durant to go absolutely crazy. Harden going to go Harden's crazy. Harden's going to go, yeah. I don't think we see a price spike from either one of those guys much until at least the Eastern Conference Finals. That's another team I think they're just expected to win. Anything short of making the finals is a letdown. You lose in the finals to the Lakers. I don't think it's a wasted season, but it's not good. Like, anything short of that, though, massive letdown. So I think the I think the Nets are a lot like the Clippers. I think you got to hold them and see how far they go.
2: What do you think um, Spencer DeWindle DeWitty's going to do?
1: See, I like him as a role player, but I don't think there's any hobby value there. The fact that you Dang just googled it. that, by the way, no, good for you, I, I was just like, I, I, I'm curious, like, how
2: deep in the bench do you know these players? The fact that you even knew. Very little though. Okay, what about, what about uh, Reggie Collinsworth? No clue. Made that one up. Okay. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say
1: Chris Collinsworth, Larry. Right. Very um, close. Yeah, I think the I think Brooklyn walks over the Celtics, like we already said. I'm selling Tatum, and I'm not doing much. I I'm not selling, like I'm not selling my Durants after beating the Celtics. I don't think the market's gonna respond much. Okay. Um, And then Portland at Denver. I love Joker. I've got some decent Joker stuff. I think Denver rolls over Portland. Um, I think if you have Lillard stuff, I've come to expect Lillard to put up 40 points a game once or twice every series. I don't think they're going to win the series, but that guy can score. I think he will have some big moments. As soon as he does, I would sell him. He, to me, is comparable to Luka in that respect. He's going to go off, have some great moments, great games. When he does, just sell him. Unless you want to hold him till next season, which I have no problem with. But I wouldn't hold him thinking like, oh, they're gonna beat the Nuggets. I'm ho- I'm selling him. I'm also selling Michael Porter Jr. Even though I think the Nuggets are gonna win, if Porter goes off like Tatum did the other night, and there's a price spike, I would sell Porter immediately. The only guy from that series I'm holding long term, I say long term, longer into the playoffs, is Joker. I'm selling Joker second round ish.
2: Okay, I thought I think I misheard you. I thought you were saying Portland for the win um no sir oh okay. you know i love
1: joker well yeah that's
2: why i was confused. i hate him
1: because he's tall but i like everything else about his game
2: yeah that's kind of hard to not call uh denver on that one i think this will the picks will be more interesting as we get further in sure ronick nuggets definitely the nuggets there you go
1: so the only disagreement we have are you taking the mavericks
2: let's go dallas me, you don't even... let's go let's go d fence
1: i'm excited about it
2: the mavericks take dogecoin and that's the only reason i think they're gonna win you, right, can buy, you can buy.
1: tickets with Doge. That's all. I guess we gotta do the Eastern Conference thing fast. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get into the stupid thing, but that's fine. We're gonna do it real quick. People want to know. Philly, Philly against two be determined. I'll take Philly. I think they're beating Washington or Indy. How are we you? doing this
2: when it's a two be determined?
1: Because right, you have fine. to pick
2: one of those teams. I beating. Either um. One. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I want to say. Wizards. So much for
1: rapid fire. Wizards. You're taking the win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an upset. Whoa. Ronick, let's do this.
0: Uh, I'll take the Sixers. I think Beal's kind of playing hurt, so.
1: That hamstring, man. I'd like to see Beal go off of 52 or three games in a row and his market just explode. All right, we got L.A. against the Suns. I'm taking the Lakers. What yeah. a brutal matchup yeah. for the Suns. The 2-7 has never been so pathetic in, in the world in the history of basketball. I'll take the Lakers. On that team, I like LeBron stuff. I bought another rookie the other day. I'm holding on by LeBron rookies. I think he goes on a weird run this year. I think they win the championship or at least get there. And if he wins, it's six. It ties Jordan. You're going to hear even more comparisons to it. You're not going to change anybody's mind about him being better than Jordan, no matter what he does. But there will be quite the buildup when he gets to number six. So I will take the Lakers.
2: Yeah, can't disagree.
1: Ronick, Lakers?
0: No, I'll take the Suns. Whoa, Yay. I like it. Son's
1: for Ronick. Spicy Jobs on the line. Ronick said if he's wrong, he's, he's, he's resigning. That's how these games yeah. go. Yep. Here's one for you. We know Simmons likes the Hawks. Hawks at the Knicks. I like my Knicks. I like my Knicks, and I like Derrick Rose. I like him as much as I did last week. Julius Randle is the best player on the team. I think Rose is going to have a weird series. Vintage D. Rose. Give me the Knicks. I'm going Hawks. Rapid fire. I'm Hawks. You know I'm... Hawks all the way. Okay. Yep. Ronick. I got to take my Knicks.
2: I think Simmons has more experience than either one of us. And I feel like if his I, gut I says it.
1: I would, I would, I would, when I say that, I
2: don't know. If it's, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe yes, you, but, maybe you. All
1: uh, right, and last game, Utah against, I think it's going to be the Grizzlies. It'll either the Grizzlies or the Warriors. I'm taking the Jazz either way.
2: Oh, yeah, Jazz.
1: Jazz, Ronick. Jazz. One of the most exciting segments we've ever done. There you go.
2: Listen, those are your straight cash homie sub picks. Just Just go through the bench. Pick out all the winners that if I said it, pick out those guys and then yeah, so that's for a trick yeah, man.
1: so for the no, you're good at this actually. So for the next, like I said, I really like Julius Rant. I mean, I really like Derrick Rose. I think the Jazz beat the Grizzlies. Hopefully, Ja has a spike. I just at this point, I've given up all hope of that happening. Um, I do think Donovan Mitchell's prime for like some hobby relevance though. Man, his stuff is still so cheap. He's another guy though. I feel like we pumped. I say pump because I did. We talked about him so much. I don't even have any of his cards anymore. I just think he's a guy who is so undervalued. If they win a series, especially if they beat Curry, if they won a series against the Warriors, I think that would finally give some legitimacy there to Donovan. And then who knows where they go from there. I mean, I guess you'd have to play the Lakers, which is brutal. Here's but. my
2: concern about the, now that I'm thinking about it, the Lakers-Suns game, is there a chance that any of those ankle injuries were actual legit injuries in that he could get hurt again? Or do you think that maybe he was overplaying it so that he was more rested and ready for the playoffs?
1: Oh, he definitely overplayed. LeBron is a, I mean- I mean, I
2: know he's known
1: for flopping. He is the softest guy. They were legit injuries, but he is the softest guy in the earth. That's why I have no problem. When people don't like him, he's like Charmin out there. He's just the softest guy around. I have no problem with people hating LeBron for that reason. Is Charmin the one with
2: the Bears? The, I believe so. It's a okay. Teddy. Yeah, no. It's, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I agree I believe with it's that. called a Teddy. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. I do have a couple other baseball notes. I, a couple things I wanted to mention. Mike Trout out six to eight weeks with a calf strain. Ooh. Not great. Ooh. Here's the other thing that's not great. That team's not going to the playoffs again this year. Like, Ohtani's having a great season. Trout's an all-time great. Make the playoffs. I, I just... It, <laughs> I'm not telling you to buy or sell Trout. I actually don't think his market's going to move one way or the other. He's so established, but... It is brutal that every year with Trout, yeah. the guy cannot get into relevant games. I hate that for the sport. I do. The sport's already super unpopular with... People want to talk about television ratings, by the way. Tell me anybody our age who sits down and watches a ton of baseball games, start to finish. Do they Tough televise
2: watch. baseball games?
1: Yeah, they still on TV? <laughs> I watched both the play-in games the other day, though. All four of the playoff games. games. Play-in games. I love playoff basketball. I watch every playoff basketball game without any rooting interest. Baseball? man just give me the highlights the next day yeah so trope being out not great uh tatis is back first game back from the il four for four with a home run tatis is a monster price is down because baseball in general is kind of taking a dip Ooh. Um what's my sgc
2: man. 10 t- tatis doing
1: is it time to trade that up oh though? man is it finally worth that phil mickelson it might be you could almost be back to where you started <laughs> so tatis i still think across the board is a strong buy and that team's legit One other story that has zero hobby relevance just annoyed me. Tony La Russa, old school, you know, manager for the White Sox. Mercedes, they were up big. He was 3-0 count. He swung and hit a home run. It was a big mistake. Unwritten rule. You don't pile on. Just take the walk. Unwritten rules in baseball are so worthless, it isn't (laughs) funny. I I am so sick of these 80-year-old men dictating what is, like, socially acceptable in the game now. You know what's not socially acceptable? Having the slowest moving sport in the world baseball literally makes golf look like a ufc fight it's like unbelievable how boring the sport is and like you got guys like this who get mad when people do things or if a guy flips a bat he gets benched for a game because you can't have fun on the diamond what are we what are we doing here Go to a retirement home already. How many people have you upset during this episode? I just, I I'm trying to baseball keep track. purists. Baseball purists are the mo- most elitist vomits on the earth. There we go. Like, just change the sport. Make <laughs> it faster and let people have fun so they want to actually watch No,
2: it should be home. a chore. Hey,
1: hey, you never know. You know what else you could do? Why don't you market a player or two? How about no. that? How about people in the world who are not baseball fans? Should know who Mike Trout is because he's a generational talent.
2: Life was hard for the inventors of baseball. Therefore, sure. the fans, it should be hard for them too.
1: Naturally, that's what that's how the baseball fan lives. I don't believe in the Trinity, but that's what they call the baseball Trinity with Tatis, Soto and Acuna. So Tatis, anytime he's been on the diamond healthy this year, which I can't believe he came back from the injury early. Just killing it. Price is still down because it's just I think it's just a length of the season and a general market dip. Like we talked about Acuna is having a crazy good season. Another guy, though, he's dipped. Look at his tops update tops chrome. Now his big rookie stuff has not fallen off, but all of that overproduced base stuff, I still think there's a play there with quite a few of those products. He had another walk, he had a walk off last night. Got to be right near the top of the leaderboard in home runs this season. Um both those guys are probably still decent buys cuz we'll see them ebb and flow throughout the year. This is definitely a downtime for him. Soto's the guy though, to me, the best buy. Uh, he's missed a bunch of time this year obviously, but he's back. Had a home run last night. I just think Soto is the one guy there whose prices have fallen harder than the other two, but it's based not on the dip of the market. It's based more on his on-field performance. He hasn't played great when he's been out there. He hasn't been out there a ton. That's a guy, though, who if you told me in the month of June he had like 11 home runs, wouldn't be surprised at all. He's an absolute monster. He might be one of the best buys in baseball right now. Soto? Yeah, I think Soto's a great buy. I think they're going to be. he's going to be relevant at the end of the year. He is as talented a hitter as there is in the game. Just a, a really, really slow start. I'm
2: really hoping that makes my Tops Digital Soto Refractor. Oh, I've got sure. a really good feeling about it. It's It dropped, feeling about, it it. dropped about to about $300. Um, that's okay.
1: Don't let that stop you. We're at
2: 410 right now, though. I think that's just the crypto,
1: though. That was crypto market getting hit. It's fine. It's coming Man. back. Crypto has rebounded strong, though. You have to admit. I know you don't want to because you're being pessimistic. I'm not
2: being pessimistic.
1: I'm just you're saying pessimistic.
2: it's still down quite a bit but it's okay. The
1: audience doesn't need your negativity. Okay. I'm the positive one guys. Come on. GG mafia attack. <laughs> um, one other note to Oswald, Oswald Parisa. Oh yeah. Uh, he is a prospect. 21 year old. Oh yeah. Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. 21 year old prospect for the Yanks. I think he's playing double a, I, I could be wrong about this. Homer. He's having a monster season in minor league baseball. All of a sudden you're starting to see hype, which is how the prospect game goes. Guys have a, a good week or two, which he, he could be very legit. I think he's somebody to be on the lookout for. If you have his stuff, I'm sure it's much more valuable now because we're seeing him on the national and some of these national news articles that are talking about top prospects. So I don't know if he, I, I don't I didn't do much other research than that. I don't think he's anywhere near getting called up this year, but that's kind of just a general principle for you guys who have gotten involved and started buying into breaks you're into Bowman and you know different prospect products. Yeah. When you see news like that. Take a look at the market. If the guy's spiked, sell him while he's high. I think the Bowman game is so volatile, unless you've got a stomach for it or, you're, or you've are or you been in it for years and you're experienced. If not, you see stuff like that. His prices generally are pretty well linked to it. I would sell his stuff right now too. All right, real fast. And Dallas Car Show started today in Dallas, what? Texas. Wait. Some might refer to it as Tejas.
2: Someone double check that.
1: That's a massive show. I, I, I From what I'm hearing, it's going to be about one and a half to two times the size of the show. We were just at a lot of big dealers, big vendors. I will be curious to see what comes out of that show. Um, biggest show in over a decade also in Denver
2: coming up. That's right. July uh, 9th through 11th. They got over 200 tables.
1: Which leads me to the point I was going to make about shows. The fact that there is this like consensus with, again, just with a, a certain, I don't know, area of the hobby, like everything's slowing down. Man, the show circuit is not. I love that the show circuit's picking up because that's major advertising to any city it's in. People know about yeah, I mean, whether you're going it, 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 or not. There have been more major shows. And of course, Nationals is coming up now, too. That's back on the docket. Um, Gary Vee just announced he'll be there. Um, you know, Simmons announced on our show he's going to be there. And he also announced, by the way, he's taking us he to dinner. He said he'll probably so. be there. Let's just, Phil, just and he will be taking us to dinner. His words, not mine. Oh, God, I want to get I, I think that's good for the hobby. Steak. The show world getting involved, Gibson Steakhouse, is like 100 feet from the venue. Ooh, the my name's Gibson. Heck of a steakhouse. Relative? <laughs> Um,
2: relative to the show is what you meant, not actually related
1: to me. Neither. I think that is also has some... In the past, again, it's hard to say like trends from the past are still relevant now. And there wasn't a Nationals at all last year anyways. But in the past, we've always seen a slowdown in the market. Indy brought this to my attention. I totally forgot. Before, like the pre-Nationals lead up, you see guys kind of chill on spending because they want to spend in person. Oh, I do wonder if that has any effect now. Like you had the big Wisconsin show, the big Dallas show, the big Colorado show and the Nationals over the next two months. Like, does that have anything to do with it? I, I don't know.
2: Question for you: The show we went to had about what, two hundred tables or something, right?
1: I think it had two hundred fifty tables. Yeah.
2: What do you? What is that compared to Nationals?
1: Man, I, somebody's going to correct us, and please do in the please comments. Please, someone make him look it. like a fool. Make this person look stupid. Tweet it out right now. Tweet that out. Tag Nationals. How many shows? How many tables does Nationals have? I thought there were like fifteen hundred tables at chicago okay it changes to city to city by venue but that donald stevens like the venue it's at in chicago Mm -hmm. i thought they were like 1500 it's massive whoa that's a big jump oh it's great, dude if you just took a very passing interest like you just stopped at every table and literally just gave it a once over you're not finishing that place in a day and i'm talking if you're moving through that place really wow it's huge and they have a whole separate breakers pavilion um yeah, it's, it's massive. That's where the main stage is off the Breakers Pavilion. I hope we get to do a show with Bill up there while we're there. That'd be kind of cool. I already talked to the guy. I think his name is Roy, the guy who runs the show. That'd be kind of neat. I, I would really like to do that. I also want to get like a booth. I haven't talked about this. I want a small area for some merch to kind of set up while we're there. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a ton of just filming and, and who walking do we, around doing it. Who do it. we
2: sit at the table to take the merch money? oh it's a good question. You didn't think that one through, did you? I'll sit there. you know. sit there, I'll be there. Indies, Let's Indies be, be honest. If anyone's sitting, it's going to be me. All right? Let's be fair. I, I walked uh, a get lot. Ba-
1: okay. You did great. Thanks. You did great. We're proud of you. Um, That's it. I don't have anything else to say. Oh, you know one other thing we have not talked about in a while is Card Ladder, which is what I use to see the trending of these players. Oh, people are jumping on board. I was also in a clubhouse room with Chris from Card Ladder today, the co-founder, inventor. I don't know what his title is. Inventor. Uh, we have a promo code for that still, correct? <laughs> 15% off. Card what services
2: at sportscardsnonsense.com. Go check out the link. There's not really a, a code. You just use the link to get to oh, it. Oh, it's just the link. It's
1: yep. a, is it 15% off? The, 15% the, off. Ma- yep. Okay. Whether you do monthly or yearly. Prove that I have it. I use Card Ladder for my collection. I'm a fan of it. Uh, yes, the one knock on it. It doesn't have every card under the sun. Yet. They're working, They're working I mean, on it. every day it's like 20 to 50 cards are added. So they are working on it. But it also gives you full history and it gives you like top climbers. I don't know if you can see that. One of my top climbers is actually on my, uh, what's the Straight word? Straight cash homie. Straight cash homie today. You've been on the show, right? <laughs> top biggest fallers. Ooh, who's the biggest faller? Number one, 2018 Prism, PSA 10, LeBron James.
2: Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Aaron
1: Fox is on that list. Cody Bellinger's on that list. Mosaic? So here's one for you. This Mosaic, Tyler Hero, PSA 10. That thing is trading right now at like 45 bucks. The high, this is a cool thing too, historic high, 79, average price, 52, lowest historical price, 33, number of sales in the past uh, three months, 118. And those aren't like the fake sales, right? They take those, no, like no, any they sales No, no, they vet the out. high, so if there's like some random sale of this card for a thousand, the outlier sales are kicked off. So yeah, if you could find that card right now for like 35 bucks, I would buy that, in a, even 40 bucks, I would buy that in a heartbeat. I think Hero's the type of dude who has a, a momentary spike during the playoff series. So, uh, it also has like top ninety day investments, um, some different things like what has done the best over the ninety days, uh, links to eBay. I'm actually a fan of Card Ladder. No, it does not have every single card, but it has a lot of low end. One criticism we got early is, oh, it's only for guys with massive cards like Brady, PSA ten rookies. There's a ton of low end stuff on there. Oh too. yeah. So I I like it. It's super cheap. What is it? It is it ten bucks a month? Fifteen I think. Fifteen a month, and if you buy it for the year, it's even cheaper, and then you apply the discount code. Yep. I'm a fan. I told Chris, I try to talk. I haven't done a good job talking that up. And it's something I, one of the few I actually use. So Um, there you go. I actually will say as someone
2: who has never used another app, uh, but I've heard horror stories, this one, I've used a lot of other apps that have recently come into the market around this time because everybody and their mom has a new app coming out to sell something. This app is actually well done. It's, it's made by people who know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, Chris. I'll tell you right now, Chris is more of a hobbyist than I've ever been. He, that dude, is invested in the hobby. So, um, there you go. All right,
2: I have a thing. I have a thing about NFT.
1: Straight cash, homie. Mailbag, go. Mailbag for Nat Turner. We're gonna do that. All right.
2: (laughs) All right. NFT talk, and I apologize for the people who just hate it, especially right now during crypto. Um, No, no, don't say that. (laughs) Um, So a. A guy reached out to me and I, uh, Dan Miller from Facebook, reached out to me about this. And I Rephrase thought it was that. very appropriate. Um, I got to get to the dog park. Let's make this quick. NFTs for football. It's finally happening. Okay. Um, but not not officially. All right. So this is like a dip dip the toe in the water type of thing to see how it, how it does. I think that's the bottom line. Okay. Hall of Famers and Heisman winners. How many do you think there are? Total that have done both, that have bo- been both Hall of Famers oh. and Heisman winners 18. 10. Well, coming up, there will be 10. The 10th was just announced as Charles Woodson. Oh, Charles Woodson. You, yeah, you know, Charles.
1: Um, Charles Woodson was drafted the same. I thought I was actually thinking of his draft mate, Peyton, but Peyton did not win a Heisman. No, I guess he
2: didn't. Not. Obviously, do you have
1: the list of the 10?
2: Yeah, I do. Do you have? Oh, this is going to be brutal. Okay, right, I got to try Here to get a go. couple.
1: Barry Sanders.
2: All right, that's good, yeah. Oh, man. Let me give you a hint on one. You might be thirsty in Florida, just don't kill anybody over it. I don't know what that means. Oh, Jay Simpson. Oh, the juice, sure, the juice. <laughs> that was, was that not a good enough hint? Come this on. This is pathetic,
1: I, I should know more of these. I don't know Heisman winners. All right, I'm this. gonna start
2: hitting them. Marcus Allen, Earl Campbell, all running backs. Okay. Tony Except Dorsett.
1: Running back. Paul Hornung. Old school halfback for the Packers. Sure. 1957 rookie. Sure. Doak Walker. Doak. Oh, now you're, now you're going. Is that a real, real guy? Old.
2: Roger yeah. Staubach.
1: Staubach, one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time and has not gotten anywhere near the hobby love he gets. I believe his rookie's at 71, 72, 73, somewhere in there. Early 70s. Staubach, Terry Bradshaw. Well, Roger the Dodger to some. You're going to have
2: an opportunity to invest in him
1: when his NFT comes
2: out because the is Hall of Fame- Is there one more name, by the way? Yeah. Hang on. Tim Don't Brown. Don't
1: What position? Uh, I just said
2: it. <sighs> the it store. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Move along. <laughs> you would have never gotten it. And Tim Brown, I say for last- You're their bestseller because, because Tim is the one who uh, he's like partnered with the Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know the Hall of Fame is like a publicly traded
1: company? No, I also didn't know. You know what's funny? I didn't know Tim Brown was in the Hall of Fame. He was a great receiver for the for the Raiders. I didn't know he was a Hall of... Now you know. NFL Hall of Fame is actually, I think, is the toughest to get into. I did not know he was in. How is Tim Brown in the Hall of Fame? Terrell Owens isn't. I what think anytime you say anything about anybody being in any induction
2: ceremony, the next statement is, how is that guy in, but that guy isn't? I,
1: that's all I hear. All Good right. news. Just got, just got the text from Hannah. I know you're recording, but the groceries are being delivered at 1.
2: I swear, if you interrupt me one more time for grocery talk, I'm going to lose it. A Hall of Fame Resort and Entertainment. If you guys want to invest in the Hall of Fame, uh, you can do it. Fun fact. But bottom line is the NFT is already out for Tim Brown. He's the first one that came out. Um, it is selling, What a lackluster name. It, yeah, it's very. <laughs> to, like, be involved with. It's not a, a GSA, Effie. It's No, Tim I just Brown. mean he
1: wasn't like, a, I mean, you've never heard of oh, Tim you just, Brown, You right? don't mean,
2: like, his actual name. You mean, like who he was as a player. Yeah, I think the it's a cash
1: grab, honestly.
2: That's what I was gonna get to. Bottom line is, I don't, there's a lot of them up for sale right now. Um, they're going, I think, for like $1,500 is- uh, What? Well, actually, now that Ethereum's down- what? Now that Ethereum's down, it, it looks like you can get them for cheaper. So about $1,182. How about 15 bucks? That seems about right. Um, I, I really think, if you want one of these, Uh, there are some that you can actually bid on. You could go in there and throw a real cheap garbage bid and probably win. Uh, Fifteen bucks, like on one of these right now, because most of them are still being sold, but they are being resold by people who've purchased already. And some of the guys who have are reselling. They are reselling for about sixteen dollars. Granted, there's still a few days left in the bidding, but sixteen dollars is the high bid after four bids. That's not so sure. uh,
1: I just, I I don't, the NFT thing has cooled off quite a bit anyways, in general. And, and if you are gonna come up with the NFL, it doesn't sound like the NFL's- No, this is, this, NFL, is part, this is not NFL, this is Hall of
2: Fame backing this.
1: Which I think stuff
2: like this just discredits Hall of Fame. Like, I think you think Hall of Fame, it's like a prestigious thing, but then you see Hall of Fame gas station over here, Hall of Fame water bottles. You know, if they're gonna start throwing their name on stuff and selling garbage, What's the where's the prestige?
1: Like if you're going to like if you're going to release your first like NFL NFT, have like Brady do it or Montana, Jerry Rice. Not Tim
2: Brown. You're saying no.
1: It should be. Here's the requirement for who it should have been. It should have been somebody you have heard of. That's fair. Jesse's heard of it.
2: If it was Barry Sanders, I'd be in in. the bear when they when King. if there's going to be an NFT of OJ, they said no comment. So we don't know. There may so not be the t- NFT. If the NFT fits, you must. Eclipse. So <laughs> that's perfect
1: segue. Keep going. What's next? While we're doing that, right to your thing. Straight so. cash, homie. I want you. I want you wearing that shirt and nationals. By the, the sports way. one or the? No. Oh, the I actually have it, to get one of the straight. I don't even have get a one. straight cash homie shirt. You're making plenty of money off the show for what you contribute. You can buy a shirt. Um, Jonas Velia. I can't say the last. Do time. it. Just try. Do, he went 23 points, 23 rebounds last night. Center for the Grizzlies, Jonas Valanchunas. I actually think that's right. Dude, I, he was a good player all year, and he was like a, a good player. I, and I hadn't paid a ton of attention to him. Granted, the Spurs may not be the biggest litmus test. Dude went off. He was unbelievable last night. He set the tone on both sides of the court for the Grizzlies last night. His pri, Here's the reason I like him. His rookie prism is 2012. So first year Prism, you can get PSA tens for like one thirty to one forty right now. Mm-hmm. This is a total speculative straight cash homie. I think you buy it today for that. They beat the Warriors tomorrow. They have a bit of a series against the Jazz, and I think it's a two to two hundred fifty dollar card. Really? Or they lose to the Warriors tomorrow night; and it's worth seventy bucks. So there you go. S- go so that's,
2: that's the one you're you're saying more risk, more
1: reward. More risk, more reward. Because I think if that happened and the eyes were actually on him. I think it could be a very good, a very large increase in his price. Uh, another guy who I think is a very safe play, and it's a super cheap card anyways, 2020 Topps Chrome Gavin Lux PSA 10 Rookies. You're trading like 50 to 55 bucks. The reason I popped this up, as a matter of fact, I was looking for the hot trending cards on Card Ladder. That one popped up, makes no sense to me how cheap that is. Now, he had a very slow start to the season, so I guess it does make sense. But the Dodgers are finally turning around, winning games again uh a little bit of publicity obviously with pool host going there mookie starting to heat up bellinger comes back eventually and they're sticking with lux i think there was a bit of a fear at the beginning of the season if he starts out bad he's not gonna he's not gonna stay on the major league roster the whole time i don't think he's going anywhere i think that's a card too if he continues to hit like he's hit he had his first home uh, first home run in dodger stadium i think it was last night i just think there's plenty of hype around if any team in baseball has hype for a sport that doesn't have a lot of hype, Dodgers. I think it's the Dodgers. I think that Gavin Lux card could hit like hundred bucks. It just seems very cheap to me. So
2: okay, so far, go. so so far, so everyone knows are these fast turns like these are flips? None of these
1: are buy now, so and hold jo- for a while. So Jonas, I'm buying and flipping either after the Memphis game, depending on price. Mm, if they excuse me, not Memphis. If they beat Golden State, I think I would hold that a couple of games into the Utah series, because I think he's going to have a big series if they play the Jazz. I mean, Gobert is a great defensive center. I just think those two are going to battle. I think it would be fun to watch, and I think there will be a lot of attention around the matchup. So I would hold that card until the Jazz series. Gavin Lux? Yeah, probably a little bit. If he gets very hot and it's like three home runs on a game and spikes, sell it. But if not, I think you're going to see kind of a slow, steady climb. He had come out with a lot of hype when he came out last year, but then his prospect and rookie stuff started to fall off because he didn't perform as well and got sent down. So... He's a guy I think is probably a little bit of a longer-term hold. Jonas, though, is next week you're selling this time. Okay. Yep. All right. Good caveat there for you to throw in. Roll yeah.
2: In. There's the value, mister. I don't work for my value. I don't post things. Um. Let's do some mailbag. I can run through these if you need some. Let's go. No, I've got them. I don't want you to...
1: When you Ratton, did it last go. time,
2: that was inappropriate. I didn't care for it. No one yeah, else Yeah, but we did. got
1: through a bunch because we didn't do your stupid... Dirty. Yeah, you know what? No offense no offense to you. God, JG Mafia. I said no offense.
2: A symbol. Caleb Grimm. Groceries are here. Yeah. That's uh, the dog's Thanks part. a lot. Is there <laughs> is there a resource anywhere that lists what is considered a flagship rookie card for star players? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think there's a, a like a list or a resource of them. Okay. Actually, so I didn't know if you were gonna know one or not. Okay, so Mike's walking away. So guys, you got just me for a moment. Uh, There is one that I uh, go to quite often just because I'm very ignorant and always trying to find out who the rookie is uh, for a certain player or what the rookie is. That would be CardboardConnection.com. There it is. Sorry, I lost it for a second. CardboardConnection.com does seem to have uh, every card of that player, at least that I'm aware of. It's got a lot of them, if nothing else. And it specifically lists out. The rookie. Not only that, it also lists who people consider to be like, maybe that's their rookie card, but it's not necessarily valued as much as most rookies because he had another similar card that came out around the same time. So um, that's where I've been going. CardboardConnection.com. There may, Maybe there's a better one. If there is, shout it out. Let us know. But that's that's what I use. Oh, God. Did I just answer a mailbag question? That was weird. uncomfortable. Mark. Oh, God. Mark. Mark J. Austria, the, uh, with people cracking slabs and resubmitting, how much does this inflate a card population
1: on Pop Report? What, how often do you think that's happening? A ton, and that's was going to be one of the questions for Nat. This gentleman is supposed to give each card an individual fingerprint so you cannot resub it. So, Nat, how many, how is this going to cut down? Can you give us some details? And no, you're not nope, here. Nope. That's a question She's for coming though. It, it, it has, in general, affected the numbers. But it's not like there's an inflated amount of tens because of it, because no one's re, like, cracking and resubbing a ten. It probably, to me, I think the one area that is probably the most false on paper are the amount of nines, because a lot of people, I think, do crack PSA nines. But I actually think there's less PSA nines in existence than there are in the pop report for that reason. But that fingerprint thing is supposed to cut down on that. Can't so. wait to
2: ask that about it. Um, all right. Dave Gentry. Is it, possible Davey to find,
1: G. is it possible to
2: find total print runs of cards anywhere? Or do the card companies keep those close to the vest?
1: Somebody else asked this too. No, they, they don't, that's not like a widely populated stat. Now some guys say, hey, you can kind of by the odds and the number of cards, you can kind of come up with an amount of cases possibly. Maybe you can. I'm not that smart. I've never cared that much. So. But no, it's that, not just it's not just out there like, hey, this is how many cases are produced. By and large, now some super high-end, like rare products, they may say, yeah, there's only 100 for a print run. Transcendent, for example, there may only be 100 cases printed. But in general, there's no. Nope. Sadly, no.
2: Uh, Dave Greger, if you're going to bring cards, uh, any of your own cards to a card show, uh, you're looking to trade or sell, what's the strategy as far as, Number of cards to bring, only bring graded, higher values, better. What are your thoughts there if you're
1: going to a card show, selling your own stuff? Thoughts? Yeah, bring bring a variety. I mean, here's the issue you're gonna run into selling at a card show. Everybody's guys are gonna wanna look. Yeah, everybody has them and guys lowball you. Like you get that stupid vendor line, like, oh, I gotta make a profit, which is, I understand from the buying standpoint. I think you're gonna end up having to sell lower than you would almost anywhere else because guys are buying those strictly to flip. What do you think is a better so, deal?
2: Uh, a sell or a
1: trade at a card show? You know, tr- if you know what you're looking at, you can do well with a trade. You really can. Like that guy who slow played you on the film, Mickelson. Oh, God. He doubled up oh, on you. Um, I've got
0: you know, his photo. I fault. want everyone to that, find this That was man. your fault. Not <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, he didn't know.
1: You could do well with a trade because guys get sentimental too, especially on big stuff. It's like, hey, I just got to have this Brady card. You know, uh, speaking of Brady cards, I was going to mention and I forgot to, but I'm searching Twitter. Scott Alexander reached out to us on a show account. Not sure if you saw that Brady he sold me. That is one of my favorite cards of all time. I believe it's 2009 Triple Threads, Triple Auto Triple Jersey piece, numbered 1 of 9, the gold version. Oh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, John Elway. Love that card.
2: Oh, I saw that card. Yeah, I saw He that. sold
1: that to me for 3500, which I thought was a pretty good price actually. I was I was happy to pay that.
2: You're you're so. into the triples lately. I and love those. I think it's obviously a good, good, good idea. I mean, well,
1: as long as you think it's a good idea, we're good.
2: I am two for Next. two in the playoffs right now. If I'm that right that fair. much, then... <laughs> Dude, if the Mavericks win, you're getting
1: your own podcast. Bill That's already texted obviously,
2: me. Obviously, duh. Um, Andrew Lee, what do you think has bigger Jeter bump? Hall of Fame ceremony or documentary? I didn't know there was going to be a documentary
1: on Jeter. Yeah, they just announced it The Captain. I mean, I guess I'm going to go with the, the documentary, right? That, that, that seemed to be the thing that coincided with COVID and really launched things last year, so... I'll and because now I'm kind of skeptical in the Hall of Fame bump with what just happened in the NBA. Jeter's another guy though. Some of Jeter's stuff has gone absolutely insane. The SP card, I don't know if that thing jumps no matter what happens, but I think his other rookies will jump based on the documentary more so than the Hall of Fame.
2: Honestly, my my take and that's what you're here for, I think we need I think we need prices to come down before you start seeing anything really affect well like any non-sporting events affect card values. Cause I think card values are already, people are viewing it as it's already top of market or very close to it. You know, granted when we say top of market, not like February top of market is an outlier. I feel like.
1: Oh, absolutely. Historical highs across entire markets. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, how much valuable room? insight? By the way, I was also in a clubhouse room today. I'll oh, be in a locker room. Love later. locker rooms. Yeah, exactly. room. Get out of these uh-huh. rooms, Mike. And the guy was like, Oh, are you the guy from the show. I said, yeah, he goes, Just wanted to let you know. I really, really hated your co host at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I like him.
2: Oh, wow. That's a really. I don't go. know why you felt the need to say that on public, in the public air, but that's okay. Because he like That's shows. good. No, I'm happy. Now we're best. I'm friends. not sad about it. That's for sure. Move along. Oh, God. Uh, Antonio Fernandez. How much do you believe COVID quarantine affected the prices of cards? And do you think now that people are shifting their money into other uh, luxury
1: items, we will continue to see a downturn in, in card values? It affected it unbelievably, exponentially so. It had people sitting at home, I mean, people had time and accessibility. I don't think the stimulus has as much to do with this people think, though. That to me is one of the dumbest things. People came in this and started dropping thousands. Most of those guys weren't getting stimulus checks. If you're coming in buying a $50,000 card, you probably didn't qualify for a 6 in <laughs> stimulus check. That's a good point. Um, how much do I think? I think it's just kind of we're seeing the level off now, and I think and it may continue to level off for a little bit longer, but I think now what we're going to see is the people who have stuck around, now it will be dictated not just by hype or by like some social media guy saying something. It'll be more, okay, LeBron won a big playoff series. Price bump. Um, Acuna hit 400 for the month price bump. I think it will start to get back to how it used to be. Somebody has to do something on the field. Jeter has a documentary, price bump, as opposed to just, hey, everybody in baseball is hot. Let's just run out and grab everything like we saw with 90s basketball. So I think I, I think it'll level off and then we'll see individual jumps.
2: And we've kind of talked about this before, but football is probably the next jump we see yeah. in a in a sport. Because it
1: stayed so strong. We have the most highly anticipated draft class and hobby terms of all time in the season's around the corner. And people love football. It's a week to week thing. The viewership is through the roof. Like football is the most watched thing around here. It's awesome. I think
2: it's interesting too that like football's the only sport that really hasn't since since the big boom in February and March, whatever the time frame you want to pick is that sport has not been played. Like we haven't seen like the we haven't seen any games or, you know, what it's done to that market. So I think it'll be interesting In the interesting last few months, yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That is interesting, Jesse. Tell us more. You don't
2: have to tell us anymore. Let's go get those groceries. I bet you there's ice cream melting on the cabinet. Let's go get it. Give me another, give me another question. I actually, I don't have any others. Is this a joke? No. We ran out. I had more questions. I've got more questions, Nat. Would you like these oh. questions, Nat? <laughs> is that what you want? Uh, um... Let's let's close it out with let's talk about anything coming up. I got that's nothing. a vague. I got nothing. Yeah, I was gonna I don't say. Think we of, get, that, there you go. And now I think the, end of the Nat show.
1: Turner's coming out
2: and playoffs are coming up. Other than that, so
1: I'm gonna reach out to Vern. I'm gonna call Chris and see if he will come on the show in the next week or two. I would like to get him on. He's obviously super knowledgeable of basketball, and I just like Chris. I think he's super fun to talk with. Um, we'll have to adjust the time we record if he's going to come on because he does his daily radio show. Um, but if he will come on, we'll just move it up. Or move it back. We'll either do it earlier or later than we normally do. we we'll see if he will jump on for a while. Okay. So I'd be down. Um, yeah, other guests. I don't know. We still have never heard back from from anybody about all those those celebrity names we, we passed out, like the athlete names. It, I'm going to go back with to the Corey, and then go I'm just going to gonna start <laughs> tweeting like a maniac again. Just at people, you know, tagging people all over oh, the Oh, this like, is what
2: I wanted to do. Everybody listening, for all of you who have like a celebrity cousin or like anybody who's into sports cards, go ahead and send them our way.
1: You know, I know people think it's just super easy to get these guests. I'll be honest with you. Even with the I, name the other Simmons Ringer, backing the, you up. Yeah, the other Ringer shows have gotten some big names. We've gotten some big names, too. But I feel like that's just because we've kind of chased them down. I don't know what we need to do to get on in the inner circle here. <laughs> but whoever's it? dumping these guests on these other shows... Stop bad-mouthing the people that go ahead, schedule. Go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and throw our name into the ring. Next time you get all these guests coming on other shows, and have them jump on here. I, that's what I would all say. All
2: I want is... Um, I don't even remember his name now, so yes. forget it.
1: Excellent way to end it. Yeah. Perfect. You're doing great. All right, that's it. We're done. He's rambling. I have nothing to say. I'm getting angry again. Sports Cards Nonsense, brought to you by the Ring of Podcast Network and Spotify. You can listen anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you check out the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. All right, hang on, Sports hang on. Sports Cards. Before you go Dude, on. No, I'm no, doing no. Stop, the read, stop, stop. Stop. shut it Stop, because
2: every time you do the read, you, you do it like nobody cares. Guys, please go out to Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Please follow those, like those. And give us your opinions on things because that's where we're getting content to know what direction to go. Thank you. Continue,
1: Mike. And Indy will now be running most of the social, so you see much more of a presence there. I think we had a presence. Yeah, much more. We didn't have much of a presence, let's be honest. We that's posted it. every day. Yeah, like once or twice. Don't act like we were doing like this big hustle. I'm just social. saying, Take people, okay, people
2: who blow up my feed with 20 posts a day, I don't want that either. Indy's not doing that.
1: I'll, I'll tell you that much. To, I'll <laughs> two tell you to that one. <laughs> Sports cards, nonsense. We're done here. We'll see you Thursday. Bye. Bye.